Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your money. <laughs> On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom, Kansas City? We are back, players only, back in the building as we are each and every Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. I say we, but it is actually I right now because the defensive part of our show, the defending part of our show, the linebacker is not here yet. I'm not going to give him too much grief because he is handling business uh, with the McGinnis Group. Sean Barber, that is his day job, his everyday job, and they got their holiday party. So he's going to be a little bit tardy for the party, but I am here, Danon Hughes, as I am each and every week. You can follow me on Twitter at DAHughesGuy83 or on uh, Instagram at Danon Hughes. Uh, you can also call in on the Jay's Southland Tow Service text line, text or call 913 586 Seven six ten. As we come to you each and every week, we got four quarters of this show, and the first quarter is always designated for the previous game. And uh, Chiefs Kingdom had a little bit, a little bit of a struggle up in Donkey Land in Denver as we uh, took on the Denver Broncos. We wind up beating them by six points, but we made it a little bit tighter than it should have been. Uh, I'm taking calls and texts, 913-586-7610, so chime in. Uh, There's some good, some bad in that game. Uh, As you've heard me say many times, and I will stick to it, I don't care if we win 3-2, to as long as we win. Wins come tough in the NFL, and I think we as a kingdom have been spoiled at times because of the greatness that's displayed. We have the greatest, if not one of one of the greatest, if not the greatest tight end to ever play the game. We have one of the greatest, if not to become the greatest quarterback in NFL history. And we've been to four straight AFC championships, hosted them. Uh, we've won the division, what will be seven straight times. And we've become spoiled to the point of expectations always being high and not realizing or not recognizing that other teams get paid and that contrary 
to what we see in high school football where there are blowouts every week and teams, uh, the clock is running after halftime because teams are up by 35 or more points. And in college football, when you have Alabama playing Alabama State or uh, a, a big school playing a small school and they are scores of 51 to nothing, 66 to 12, what have you. That is a rarity in the NFL. And regardless of how well or how much better you are than another team, it's very rare that you see blowouts in the NFL. And I talked with Cody and Gold, those guys, earlier today, and I asked them, what do you consider a blowout in the NFL? When you consider a team that is significantly worse in record, I say that in record, than another team, talent is still there. Pride and dignity is still there. And the players are still playing for a paycheck. They are grown men with families, with mortgages, with bills, and they have some dignity and some integrity in how they play. And to me, this last game against the Denver Broncos was a great picture of what our rookies should be. When you look at our depth chart, our rookies at any given time, we could have six rookies on the defense playing in significant plays, two-minute offense, um, in, in tight situations. And for the most part, they've never been in this kind of environment, this situation in the NFL. And you can preach. I talk to the coaches during the week. As many of you know, I do the broadcast with Mitch Holtis. I'm part of the Chiefs radio network. And we interview the coaches. We sit down and prepare our game plan for the upcoming broadcast. And the coaches even recognize at times where you can preach and preach and preach. And I'm sure there's a lot of coaches out there at the high school, youth level, college level that may be listening you can preach, preach, and preach about situations, circumstances, overcoming adversity, all of those different things and nuances that are involved in the game of football. But until you go through it, you don't realize. And you can buy into coaches' philosophies as much as possible. They, coaches, you've heard me say, are the best brainwashers. My coaches made me believe or – had me believe in things that I would have never thought that I would have been able to do. And that was at the pro level that I had never done before, running down on the kickoff, breaking a wedge, catching punts, uh, playing in the AFC championship, feeling like I belong amongst everybody else. That's all uh, a large part of it is coaches coaching into me, pouring into me to, to get me to a point where I – had the confidence to go and do and react in things that I had never done before. Well, in this situation, when you play the Denver Broncos and you realize, hey, we haven't, we've played a couple of tight AFC West division games, but we've not been in this situation before where we were up four scores and then allowed a team to come back. And in the fashion that they came back and how a, how a fan base can be resurrected from the dead. There were people leaving the stadium when we scored that fourth touchdown. There were That was before halftime. And the fact that we let our foot off the gas pedal is not only indicative of the Broncos having some integrity and 
having some fight still left in them, but also that for the for our rookies, for the Brian Cooks and the Joshua Williams and the Jalen Watson and the George Karloftis and the Leo Chanel, like those guys that are playing ample amount of time just on our defense, never mind Sky Moore and Isaiah Pacheco on offense, but those guys that are on defense that may have thought that teams just fold. We experienced a game in Denver where that didn't happen. I feel like that's a growing process, an opportunity where the coaches can come in on Monday, and I'm sure whether they said it this directly or not, they were able to stand in front of their their players in individual meetings and say, I told you so. I told you this how the NFL works. I told you that teams will fight for 60 minutes, and very rarely do you see teams give up. Unlike college where you rotate your second or third quarterback in and you rotate your guys on the bottom of the depth chart because you're getting blown out against a big opponent and you want other guys to get some reps, you don't see that in the NFL. And until a rookie or a young guy goes through that, you can preach to the cows come home about the possibilities. So all in all, I'd say that this Denver Broncos game was a wake-up opportunity for our, our entire team, that in no way, shape, or form, offense, defense, special teams, can we let off the gas pedal because teams are coming for us. And when you look at the upcoming schedule, and I know we'll get into the Houston Texans game coming up in the fourth quarter of this show, you recognize that this is going to be, if you look at the rest of our schedule, this is going to be likely the Super Bowl for just about every other team that we faced this year. When you go down to the Houston Texans, they played the Dallas Cowboys in-state rivalry, quote, rivalry for the, Dem- for the Texans. And then you have Patrick Mahomes coming home and all the storyline and this first time playing in the state of Texas and the, the, the Chiefs coming into town and what we were able to accomplish against them back in the Bill O'Brien days and the Nile uh, Davis kickoff return, the first playoff game that we had won since I played back in the early 90s. We were able to do that. There's so many different storylines, but ultimately for the Texans, they believe, wow, this is another opportunity where we can get some national shine by playing a, a really good team and playing them a little bit better than we played the Cowboys. They should have beat the Cowboys last week. They showed a lot. And we'll break down their defense, special teams, and some of the things, the assets of their team that put them in that position. But this past game against the Donkeys was an eye-opening experience, and we are just graced with the presence of Sean Barber, a.k.a. Barbershop, Sean Barber 59, if you follow him on Twitter. He can't he here's the thing. Y'all he comes in here like he's early. Like I tried not to go deep on him on air because I know he listens while he's driving when he's a little bit tardy. And then he comes in and he tries to jump on my back because I give him crap. But the way you walk in here, like like you five minutes early, like that does something to me. Julio, <laughs> play my theme music. <laughs> I'm like Coach Prime, and he, what's going on with my echo? What's, 
What's the deal? Well, you can't come in here complaining about your echo and all that stuff. And Julio, do not give him no Julio, theme music right now. Up. Hook me up, man. It's, I feel like Coach Prime. I'm, I'm echoing, man. This, this is bad business right here. <laughs> oh, sir. Uh, I ain't hard to find. He gets buried. He gets destroyed by Sean Barber. Y'all better get him ready to rumble. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Spicy like gumbo. Come on, Dana. You know how it go. Business is business. We that's, make business decisions. That's your theme music? Like Coach Prime. <laughs> well, we definitely going to get into Coach Prime in the second quarter because that's going to be one of my hot fire, spit fire takes. Hopefully you come equipped to contribute to this show besides being a little tardy. But I, I, like I said earlier, you had some business to take care of. You were working uh, feverishly with the McGinnis Group, doing a great job, uh, you know, with with your role there, and you had to handle business. I get it. I do what I can do, man. Do what I can do with the time I'm given. So just don't come in here complaining about echoes in your ear and all that. Like that's that's like diva. That's like diva behavior. No, man, we we show up and we show out. That's what I ask the ambassadors to do. That's what I ask our alumni to do. Wherever you go out, man, bring that energy. Bring that air. That air, arrogance and confidence, it's a very thin line. Arrogance and confidence? <laughs> man, you better be confident in your business. Handle your business, bro. Handle your chickens. <laughs> Take care of your chicken. Take care of your chickens, your too. Your mentals. All right, with that, we ain't even going to give you. Uh, I'll give you one minute. To give me a recap of Denver. I just carried this show for the last 13 minutes. I'm giving you one minute before we go to break. Tell me about your perspective or tell the listeners about your perspective on this past game against the Donkeys. I mean, from a defense standpoint, we didn't take care of our business. All right, let's go to commercial. No, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. We didn't do what we needed to do, man. A team go up 27-0. That's when you put the you say put the your, your foot on that juggler. That's when it's time to choke them out, knock them out. Um, we're talking about taking care of business and – on that side of the ball, when, when the offense gives you a twenty-seven to zero point lead, man, it's yeah, it's it's, night, it's lights out time, and we let them breathe a little bit, game game some game some air, and they took advantage of it. They did they did what the team is supposed to do. When you yeah. give them, you give them a chance to breathe, they made they, they created like a second life, and then we was in for a street fight for four quarters. But like you said, hey man, wins come hard in the NFL, and so you, you take them how they come. And at the end of the day, man, we, we made enough plays to win the game. Um, obviously, on the offensive side of the ball, you can say that you know the offense put us in some positions defensively to put short fields and stuff where that that became a little diff- difficult for the team to keep points off the board. But I mean, no matter what the opportunity is on defense, you want to go out there and it's, it's, you shut them out every every situation. I don't care where you get the ball at, even in field goal range, we knock you out of field goal range. Um, so I think that you know the defense is going to come in a little bit uh, with a chip on their shoulder. They'll mm-hmm. come in a little, uh, you know a little bit bitter about what happened in Denver. And so I guess Texans, that's next up, next up in mentality. Let's take care of business at Houston. Yeah, there's always something to take away, right, wrong, good, bad, wins or losses. There's something that you can learn. I felt like this, is, this was an opportunity for them to l- recognize that, especially with the remaining schedule that we have in all the teams, just about all the teams, either not in playoff contention or having – a a severely slim chance at playoff opportunities. Yeah. You're fighting against the same type of Denver Broncos team each and every week. 
and you got to recognize that they're not going to be able to fold over. It doesn't matter. So when we come back, that's the end of the first quarter. Barbershop will participate more in the second quarter. Maybe, I promise. Maybe. Hopefully he got a hot fire tape. If you come this tardy, you better have something that's spitting fire. We're going we're gonna to test it when we come back. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Looking to pass the football, goes in the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Danon Hughes, touch the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Danon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. Always, always, my man D-Nice. Doing what he do. Taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it. Like, let me, I'm going to tell you how he set me up. He be like, Barbara, hey, coming out <laughs> the break, you just, you open it up, right? And then three words in, he wants to jump back in and start his. I like Muhammad Ali. Can't keep me, can't keep me shut up. Tell me to keep my mouth shut. No, float, float like a hundred. Uh, I can't do it. Sting like a bee. Muhammad Ali, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. Man, listen, at the end of the day, man, this is the second segment of the show. We talk about that. Hot spit fire, the hot topics. Pew, pew, pew. That's what you do, right? I'm yeah. not we flipping oh. scripts right now. The the flip, the script has been flipped. <laughs> okay? The script has been flipped. I'm I'm hosting the show. It's my show now. But anyway, at the end of the day, man, I'm just talking about how crucial it is. We know this is a quarterback-driven league. And I'm gonna jump into it really quick about how many quarterbacks are injured right now. How many quarterbacks end up on the NFL injury list? Right now, I'm gonna go down the list. I'm gonna uh Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo, Tyler Hundley, Lamar Jackson, Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannenhill, Mike White, Teddy Bridgewater, Pat Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson, Colt McCoy, Joe Barrow, Justin Fields, Josh Allen. Like all of those quarterbacks for different reasons has ended up on the injury, and that's just the week 15 injury report, and that's not counting past weeks where quarterbacks have been put on the shelf um, but one one of the ones that is the most significant is actually, you know, we saw a six-player of the game, Kyler Murray, um, on Monday Night Football. I mean, that was amazing. That, that was crazy how, mm-hmm. you know, the offseason went about his contracts and then different language put in his contracts and then the uh, canceling of that language only to have the guy not make it through the season. And then what kind of pressure does that put on Lamar in his camp? Mm-hmm. Because he's now he, now he say, hey, man, I'm not talking about contracts during the season. And now he's injured in the middle of the season, but he wants to work, uh, you know, t- trying to work out a long-term contract. Now, if he touches the field again and he's just seen what happened to Kyler Murray, hey, man, we've th- we, we seen it before. Business decisions happen. Yeah. If he gets hurt on that field, it's, that's $200 million for, 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 for that, that opportunity is flying out the window. Yeah, he won't see. But, again, his team is in the playoff hunt. Postseason um, dreams, goals. How do you, man? How do you balance that out? How do you counter that out, man? That, that listen, man. There's some serious business moves that these guys got to think about 
And, man, like, listen, man, it's not a pretty game. And it's nothing guaranteed but that guaranteed dollars when it comes to football contracts. It ain't about whether you love the team or love the fan base or whether your heart is into it. Man, it, this is your family being fed. Like, we're talking about taking care of your minerals, taking care of your chicken. At the end of the day, man, like, like that injury, you one injury away, you one bad cut away from being put up on the shelf on a cart going off the field, Kyler Murray, and now that team is thinking about their future. That general manager, that head coach, what's going to be happening to Arizona now without Kyler Murray for the next, you know, uh, 12 months or so. So if you look at the winning teams, the teams that are prepared for the playoffs, the teams we think are the teams to beat, you know, Jalen Hurts and Pat Mahomes and, and those teams, it's a quarterback-driven league. And if you ain't got a quarterback who's an elite talent, then, I mean, there, there's not many teams, not many people, fan bases, not, even Vegas don't believe in you. Yeah. So that's my hot take for the moment, man. At the end of the day, it's just uh, doubling down on how – how the NFL has made this a quarterback-driven league. And at the end of the day, if you ain't got a guy that can sling it, man, your chances are, are thin and none. So what I read from that is that we should be thankful that we have a guy that can sling it. We should be thankful that he has stayed uh, relatively, relatively healthy and we are able to witness greatness at that level because even with those injuries that that are cementing somewhat of the future of each of those organizations, there were question marks before those injuries, and mm. we haven't had to deal with any of those injuries. I like that. You can't come in here singing either. <laughs> the singing yeah, part. No, no. That's to the singing. Hey, I'll wonk wonk my. I know. Listen, man. I can't hold a note to save my life. My my daughter tell me. My wife tell me. Like she be like, who sung that song? Just let them sing it. Just let them sing it. <laughs> so I get that all the time around my house, but it don't stop me. All right. So here's my f- hot fire take. Spit fire. I'm gonna talk about Deion Sanders. Now, normally I am a hater for anybody that's on defense. Uh, didn't really like to play against Dion. Didn't like to play against any defensive back. Uh, but I will say some of the scrutiny, some of the hate is totally, totally, totally unjustified. And we got the phone lines and text lines open, 913-586-7610. We'll get to those after halftime in the next segment. But as far as Deion Sanders, people talk about his road through Jackson State and what his commitment should have been and what he should have done and the knee-jerk reactions to him taking the job at the University of Colorado. Um, To me, they are unjustified. And just about every person, I'm going to go out on a limb and say every person who knocks him, who uh, is demeaning towards him, who uh, throws his name and himself and his integrity under the bus would do the exact same thing given the exact same circumstances. Because likely... They do that in their regular job. They might try to preach, oh, well, I wouldn't have done this and do that. But when you were working for one company and you left to the the other company, it was probably a very similar circumstance. It was either for more money, more prestige, what have you. And the comment that I would make back to those detractors for Dion is, well, how long should he have stayed? Yeah, if not now, when? When was going to be the good time? when When would you have shut up and not said anything Towards him and towards his name Never. and towards his integrity. Would it have been four years? He was there three years. Would it have been six years? 
Like, how many years would it have taken for you to, to buy into the fact that he had run his course with Jackson State and did everything that he could possibly do for uh, HBCUs, for, that, for not just Jackson State, but for in the entire HBCU family? Like, when did you see the prominence and stadiums full, 60,000-plus in stadiums while watching an HBCU game? Like, when did you see them – prominently with with game day at their facilities and showing on prime time on ESPN games on Saturday without Deion Sanders. Now, I'll be honest. I'm an East Coast kid, so I didn't see it on prime time on game day. But Hampton University versus Howard, ooh. <laughs> Did you see it on national TV? I didn't need to. That's what I'm saying. I was there in person, and it was lit. Man. I'm sure. <laughs> but – when you talk about give giving a different lens, yes, that national a, stage, a national stage, yeah, he day. did that. He accomplished that. Yeah, he he talked his way into extra prominence, extra money, extra support to a a HBCUs that had not happened ever. Yeah, and to me, he should be uh, lauded for that. He should be applauded for that. He should be, um, you know, he should get accolades for accomplishing something that many other coaches that have gone through that system had not done before. But yet, because he took $5 million a year to go to a Power 5 school, people are detracting from him and his accomplishments at the HBCU level. I feel like it's unjustified, it's unwarranted, and it's definitely hypocritical because most of those people that would do that or saying that, that get quick with their thumbs on Twitter, would do the exact same thing, given the exact same opportunity uh, in their jobs, yeah. in their lives. And then you hear all the other side stories of some of the things that he had to experience, you know, people stealing stuff, and some of the negatives that went on in in, in that uh, realm. The, the university not living up to their contract in regards to him getting money from the sale of tickets, mm -hmm. all of those different nuances that, again, had you, general listener, general fan, ever experienced in your life, you, there are people out here that are listening that get in beefs with their neighbors because tree leaves <laughs> fall over on the fence. <laughs> and you're going to scrutinize a guy yeah. for going from one place to another from $500,000 a year that he donated back to the university to a $5 million a year job? Yeah. Like, get real, people. Yeah. That's my spitfire. That's my hot fire take, Julio. Yeah, I knew it before gas. before I finished it. Yeah, I knew that was it was going to get it. Man, that's straight gas, fire. That's that kerosene. Get oh. real, people. All right. Well, when we come back, that's halftime of players only. When we come back, we got the phone lines and the text lines open. 913-586-7610. Give us a shout. We want to hear from you. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and tea 
allergies to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, and he gets buried. He gets destroyed by Sean Barber. Maddox throws over the middle, intercepted, intercepted in the end zone, picked off by Sean Barber. We got to cut this off. You can't have two segments. You can't have two times where you get theme music after you come late and then to open up after halftime. Like, I refuse to allow that to happen. Julio. I'm a bad man. Oh, shut it down. Here I go. That's almost like you, get, go. like you get an extra gift for being tardy. No, no, man. Like, for real, on Christmas, you can get extra gifts. Like, don't be counting your kids' gifts up. Like, just bless them. Whatever you can you do. don't count your kids' gifts? I don't count them. No, I don't count them. Your wife, she says three, no. three for no. one, three for Noah, three for, yes. Well, maybe somebody might be counting them. It ain't me. I'm not. I'm no. I'm not counting nobody. You ain't even them. buying them. <laughs> uh, this is a family show. So we're gonna, <laughs> All right, we got the phone lines you. open. Let's go to Dan. Dan, what's good? Dan, you there? My man, Dan. Dan, don't let us down, Dan. We got dropped come. him. We got. Hopefully, back he'll call man. back. Big Jacks, what you got? Hot fire. Hey, by the way, what's up, bro? What's happening with y'all? What's going on, brother? Hey, not too much, man. So, here's my thing with Dion. I just say this. When they, when he came in, he said that he was coming there to make a a a, a, a shift in the entire HBCU football uh, paradigm. And I thought that that meant that the money wasn't really that big of a factor for him. I understand that what he's getting paid at Colorado is a lot more. However, I also understand that he would not have 
in my opinion, gotten that job coming straight out of Prime Academy. So he had to go somewhere at the college level to try to prove himself. And, you know, he proved that he could definitely recruit and win. It's just unfortunate, I think, that to, to me, the only thing he really built at Jackson State was a very nice locker room and some practice facilities. Uh, nothing else that he did um, is going to make any real difference in the long term because we know that a lot of it was about the cult of personality that is Deion Sanders. So I, I, I don't hate on him. I guess I'm just disappointed um, that I was hoping that he'd be able to make a little bit more significant change. So, hey, man, I appreciate the time, brothers. Appreciate you, Big Jacks. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. I guess my comment back to that would be, one, what if he ran – what if he finally realized after three years, not one year, not two years, but after three total years and an undefeated season, that based on the structure – that he was working within, that they had reached the pinnacle that they would actually ever get to. And the change that he implemented and was involved in had reached the top of what it could ever be. I don't know that, but I just wonder. Like, I feel like it, whether we are in a different company, whether I'm a broadcaster here and you realize that every, all of your efforts and extra efforts and your donations and you donating back your salary and money being miscalculated and all this other stuff, that there's a structure, a structural uh, discrepancy that won't allow you to fulfill what you thought you wanted to do going forward. Like, I don't know if that's the case, but maybe it is, and I just feel like there would be a different argument to have if he had only been there for one year. Can I, and can I follow up with one thing just mm-hmm. coat on the coattail of that? Is that? At the end of the day, man, whenever there's a promotion, then other people get elevated. So there's a coach now at J, uh, Jackson State, Coach TC. If you could see how proud and happy those young men are for Coach TC to get his opportunity to shine. So sometimes you got to move on and you got to listen. I mean, as far as I know, Coach Prime is led by the Lord – and Lord opened up the opportunity, told him to go to Jackson State. And Lord opened up the opportunity, told him to go to Colorado. And he'll leave Colorado when the Lord talked to him and told him to move to the next place. So I don't think he has behind his religion or his faith. I think the man is uh, deeply devoted. I think he goes daily devotional in his social media and everything. He's always professed to be a man of God. So at the end of the day, man, when you get elevated, and you, sometimes you got to leave and make room to allow others to get some shine, get some sunshine. And he's left that... Man, Coach DC is in a beautiful place now with all the sponsors and all the, um, the new field and new facilities. That would have never been there without him arriving. And at the end of the day, man, you leave a place better than you find it when you get there. And if you keep doing that over and over again, man, I think the the blessings are just uh, – they'll multiply. So. Yeah, that's big. Leave the place better, and he absolutely accomplished that. All right, thanks for the call, Big Jacks. Big T, what you got? Big T! Hey, 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 fellas, thanks for taking my call. So, Dan, I heard you talking about, uh, uh, you know, a win's a win. It doesn't matter, everybody. One, win by one or 15, a win's a win. But I want to talk about the Chiefs' schedule. Historically, they had one of the toughest schedules in the league coming in this year. And the reason I bring this up is because their counterpart, who I believe they're going to meet in the the NFC Super Bowl, Philadelphia Eagles. The reason I'm bringing this up because Chiefs have three losses by a combined margin 
uh, of 10 points. That cupcake schedule that Philadelphia has been playing, one of the easiest schedules coming in the league, their only losses to the commodes, the commanders, by 11. The Chiefs don't get blown out. And I'll leave you with this. I know and I've been told kicking the donkey's asses never gets old. Let's go out and beat them, Houston, Texas. <laughs> and as always, go Chiefs. Big I love T, it. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to choo-choo with you, man. Choo-choo. I love it, man. And we definitely can't get away from this segment before we tackle some text. Let's get back to Dan. He's back. Hey, Dan. Hey, Sean. I got cut off now. I'm back. Yeah. It was a great win, but it's just, you know, they, it was saying, you know, they didn't blow them out. You know, 27, nothing. Hey, but it, stuff happens like that. And uh, next time, just run the ball. You know, the, when it was 27 cents, I thought they were just uh, – run the clock out but you know Mahomes I think Patrick wanted to embarrass the Broncos where I don't mind that you know uh, the way John Elway used to beat you, beat you guys all the time then let's uh, embarrass the Broncos uh, that, you know that's that's the way it goes sometimes you know and uh, let's go take the division and uh, let's see the Dolphins uh, yeah and knock off the bill, uh, Bills Saturday night and, and Dane and Sean I'll be 55 Monday so uh, yeah I like to have a good good birthday present you know I grew up you know watching a lot of games you know a lot of great Chiefs games and no, 70s weren't that good, you know. I remember 1977, 2-12. We had this game in Chicago, 27-21, with 10 seconds left. And, uh, and uh, Bob Avellini threw the bomb to somebody that beat us. So we can win three games that year. So, anyway, take care of yourself, guys. Let's take care of the Texans. Man. Appreciate that. And yeah, I do appreciate it. happy birthday yeah. to you, Dan. Uh-huh. Since we won't be back on air until after your birthday, have a blessed and happy birthday, brother. We appreciate it. I love it. how Dan brought up Dan and uh, who he said used to beat you up? He said, he used to beat who up? He, he you hear Slide Elway? Elway used to. He, yeah, he did. He slid that in there in the middle of it. He's like, yeah, you know how John Elway used to beat you, Dana? Like, he, don't, he ain't beat me oh, more yeah. than we beat them. Oh, no, he slid that in there. I Actually, like that. he might have. Yeah, but we beat him. We beat him a few times. That's not, Dan knows. If anybody Dan, knows, Dan knows. According to Dan, y'all went like oh, winless against John Elway. That's what he said. All he yep. said. Love being the donkeys. We 14 0, but John Elway, Dana. Hey, hey, Dana. I know John Elway, you ain't never beat him in your life. So he's Yes, we did. Monday Night Miracle. I don't know. You don't remember that? that? 1994. I don't remember it. Dan might. 1996, Marcus Allen gets his 100th touchdown. Dan, we beat him up there. On December. 1997. He don't remember that. He, oh, he knows. Pete Stoyanovich, 52 yard field goal at Arrowhead. He said you took some to L's win. to Elway. Shoot. He we said, we he, whooped them. We whooped them almost as much as they whooped us. Uh, all right. That's well, what I'm, I'm saying. saying. All right. To the text yeah, line. Close to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> to the text line. Uh, 816, you are hilarious, bro. I appreciate that. I'm sure he's talking about me, not you, because that yeah, was. I, I don't have a sense of humor. That was 31 minutes ago. You weren't here yet. I don't all have, right. I have no sense of humor. <laughs> you love the theme music from 816, Barbershop's theme music uh, from 816. Sean, Sean Barber should be serving. That THC, what is that, THC oh, on the block? No, we don't want that. All right, 913-270, stay focused. I believe they were focused. It just happens that the other team gets paid too. All right, Um, let's see what else we got. I can tell them where to go. You can go to Fresh Karma KC if you want to get elevated. If that's what you they, want to get elevated? Yeah, if that's what they're searching for. They want to, I wasn't, that's not what I was doing. That's not, you know, I, I was just handling business. But if they're looking for a place, that's. Get lifted. Yeah. Like Red Man. All right. From the 316, <laughs> Prime don't need money. Contrary to that, what yeah, many people that, believe, everybody everybody needs money. That's, just, that's the way the world works, yeah, man. Yeah, it works. Good looks does not buy 
They don't yeah. pay bills. They don't buy you no food. Don't put no no man. Yeah. Like you 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 need money. Yeah, it's, right. you want to be compensated for your time, your efforts, for your intellect, and Coach Prime deserves that, man. All right, so we got the eight one six. What confuses me about it is the fact that we are asking for more African American coaches in the NCAA and NFL, and moving him up to a bigger school is a pro. I get it, Sanders. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's definitely a positive. It's not a con. It's a pro versus con. It's a, it's definitely a positive moving him up. And um, and then in addition to what he left, he left it better than it was before he got there. So I got no no issues with Deion Sanders and what he uh, what he did. From the 816, so why would you hate on progress? You know his goal is the NFL. I don't think that's his goal. With some with some more experience, he'll get there. I just don't understand the hate. I don't understand the hate either because, like I said, I think it's hypocritical. I think given any situation, if it wasn't you, you'd probably coach your kids up to do very similar things and very similar decisions. Uh, I have adult kids. I've talked to them in job transition, and I would like to believe that it would probably be very similar to what we saw with Deion Sanders. All right. Well, we'll tackle a few more because, I, quite honestly, I'm not sure there's a whole bunch to talk about about this te- Houston Texans team. Well, I like, you know what? I, you know, I will, I will push back against that man. I kind of, I watched the video. I watched. You the played last... for him. Don't, don't have no, no allegiance thing... now. <laughs> Let, let's get into it in the fourth quarter. All right. I want to hear your take. <clears throat> Time, George. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber Thursday nights at six on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs six ten Sports Radio. Yo yo yo! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Listen, this is my show, Barbershop Show, taking over. This is the Takeover, Takeover Edition. Uh uh-uh. uh. Do I have the ability to cut mics off in here, Julio? You just don't need for that future ability. reference, bro. You are not a superhero. Asking for a friend. You are not a superhero. You can't just create superpowers. All right, we're back. Fourth quarter. We just got a few minutes left in the show, barbershop. We left off the third quarter with a teaser where you were going to talk to us, talk to the listeners about this Texans team. I want to hear what you really got to say about this matchup because I feel like this game is more about us than the opponent. But you tell me something different. So this is what I say, man. They got three rookies on defense that really pop out. They got number 48, Harris, number 49, Henson, and obviously number five, Petra, the guy from Baylor, right? I think he was like the defensive player of the year. If he wasn't, he should have been because he hit like a ton of bricks. And on offense, obviously, they're the mash unit, right? Number uh, Collins kid, uh, the wide receiver, uh, Cooks, the wide receiver, both down. Pierce, their starting running back is down. And they just don't have a quarterback that can alleviate that kind of pressure. They can't. They, they don't have a quarterback that can make their number three, four, and five receiver act like number ones and twos. And that's a luxury that the Chiefs have always had. Even though we're down Miko, we're down uh, Kadarius, Tony, we have a quarterback that can make other guys seem to be legitimate ones and twos no matter who's down, even when Juju is out, right? As long as we got Travis and we got Kelsey, I mean, Travis and Patrick, everybody else is just, you just find your role and fit to it. And so um, I just think that the Houston team on offense, yes, they are going to struggle. But defensively, man, they got some hitters. They got some young guys that can go hit 
And hey, man, listen, the, the one eleven and one. I'm I'm still out here uh, playing for my job. I'm yeah. playing for everybody else. I want to be a part of some team next season. So if we think this team gonna roll over just because they won eleven and one, and let us come into Houston and just you know dirty our feet up on that carpet and just disrespect, hey man, they got we're gonna have nothing coming. I I totally agree with the last part specifically because you look at the Texans last week against the Cowboys. I've said it that these two games for the Texans are like their playoff slash Super Bowls. They played in in Dallas at Jerry's World. Uh, played them tight, should have won the game, and wind up losing. Playing against Patrick Mahomes coming back to Texas for his first time ever playing in the state of Texas since leaving Texas Tech. And the way our team is and made up and the national exposure and the power that we are is like another playoff or a Super Bowl for them. So I agree. They're not going to roll over. But I also recognize that this past game against the Denver Broncos helped us to recognize that those teams won't roll over. And we are significantly better in offense, defense. Actually, their special teams are number two in the NFL. They actually have a nine-player special teams unit. Now, Barbershop, you and I played on special teams in the past. Tip of the spear, baby. I've the most players when you talk about a four player or a four unit guy that's kickoff kickoff return punt punt return they have nine guys that only play those four on all those four units normally most NFL teams probably have somewhere between five four and six Mm -hmm. guys that play just special teams and are part of those four core units when I played T Rich Greg Minuski myself Reggie Tung Maybe Jerome Woods. Those were the four. Those are like the five and myself, five guys that played in the course. So to have nine guys means that they really have an attention to detail in special teams. So watch for that factor in this game yeah. uh, and being a factor in the momentum as well as maybe a big time plays being made. But from an offense and defensive special uh, perspective, I feel like this team is, they are. Or they have already secured the number one pick for the NFL draft for a reason. They're not a very good team. When we talk about teams having 22 starters, this team has 33. They have 33 starters. They, 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 they count the special teams as a, as a separate unit, and they win the special teams. They've won the special teams battle every week. Oh, they, just about every week. Every yeah. week they win that, and, and they take pride in that because mm-hmm. they know that at the end of the day, offensively, defensively, they know that – it doesn't add up for them to be very successful against other teams in the trenches or at the skill positions when you talk about offense, defense. But if they can just dominate the special teams and get a few plays to break their way on either side of the ball, that's how they stay in the game. And, hey, at the end of the game, if you're within, within seven, who knows what's going to happen in those last few minutes. You're exactly right. So I feel like this is a winnable game. There's a Kansas City Chiefs takeover that's going on down in Houston, a host of people are heading down to Houston. I know I got to give a shout out to Amina and Essence and India and Sean Tyler. And I know Kimball Anders has an event that he's hosting. Randy Tucker. Randy Tucker. RC Payton is going to be down there with his crew. Friday and Saturday. So check out if you're going down to Houston, look up, uh, Google it, what have you. There's some events that are Red Friday takeover down there as well. I'm going to be a part of it down there as well. So this is a great opportunity to celebrate our Chiefs team on the road, take over an entire stadium. With that being said, 
We will be back here next week after a Chiefs win and the ownership of the AFC West title for seven straight years. i like to see that. We'll look to hear from y'all then. Peace. Ain't a copper in sight. is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.